For Nerds by Nerds Production. What are those intoxicating sounds? Why, Master, it's the Four Nerds by Nerds Halloween Spooktacular! <laughs> Welcome back to the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast. I'm Josh, and today I am joined... By a very special guest. You may know her from the Ye Old Crime podcast. It's Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And today we are here to talk about werewolves. Oh. <laughs> we just did Werewolf Week, but we love werewolves so much that we decided to just do an actual breakdown of all our favorites and, and least favorites from movies and television. But before we get into that, Lindsay, why don't you give us a breakdown of your podcast? It's it's spooky. It's Halloweenish. It is. Fits right in with the season. It does. Uh, so, Yield Crime is a podcast where we talk about crimes that happened in history pre nineteen hundred, and that also includes some paranormal stuff. And actually, throughout the entire month of October, we're going to be focusing more on the paranormal side of things. We actually are going to be recording an episode about werewolves as well so (laughs) this is very on brand right now um we're gonna have some haunted places some ghost stories it'll be lots of cool fun stuff this month and that's what we originally were gonna do we were gonna do ghost stories but then we switched it to werewolves and that's perfectly fine with me (laughs) yep i love werewolves werewolves are uh very misrepresented in pop culture there isn't a lot of great werewolf movies and they they don't seem to make them anymore (laughs) i know i was very surprised by how little werewolves there actually are in the horror genre and like even like scary movies and stuff like there really aren't as many as you would think there would be and they never do them even when they do get a movie they don't seem to do them right the majority of the time or it's like for something that would either be very practical effects heavy or CGI heavy, there's a lot of like straight to DVD werewolf movies. <laughs> there are. That's very true, yeah. And I think it's a part of it is the fact that they don't really make monster movies anymore either. They don't. I feel like the only monster movies they really make is they remake Dracula a million and one times. Yeah. Everyone keeps complaining, like, why does Universal keep trying to get this monster verse off the ground? I'm like, for people like me i want to see that shit i know i want want good dracula and frankenstein and werewolf movies yeah yeah i feel like the last real movie series that came out having to do with monsters was underworld would you agree with that yeah yeah that's probably the closest they did i frankenstein which is i think must be the same director because it has a lot of the same actors and it feels a lot like underworld <laughs> have you seen that one i think i have yeah yeah i feel, like, I feel I don't like think there's any werewolves but <laughs> there's lots of monsters so where should we begin uh 
Well, I guess, I mean, I guess we'll start with a good one. What, what is a, what's a, what's one that everyone should see in your opinion? I feel like everyone who's a true werewolf fan should definitely see the Wolfman, like the original, like black and white movie. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, the acting is really well done in that movie. And for the time it was shot, the effects are actually really good. Like if you really think about it. Like, yeah, we, we did that. And it'll come out by the time this episode comes out, but it's not up yet. Yeah, we did that movie. It's an incredible movie. It's really well done. Like it's it's definitely for a reason in my top five favorite werewolf movies, just because it's so well done. Yeah. Well, especially it is always great when something like kicks off a genre and really sticks the landing. Because there, yep. there are lots that it's like, oh, the first one's not very good. You can probably skip it, but then you get to this one and it's really good. But Wolfman is like a first and it really is fantastic. And it's it's also one of those movies that it holds up. Like, yeah. it, it's hard to find those movies that like are really good, but only for that time period. You know what I mean? Like, there are yeah. some movies you can go back and watch that have like CGI and horrible like super outdated 3d visual effects yeah. in it where it is to the point where it distracts from the movie and you're like oh man that 3d is so bad but i mean this one like the story the effects they still hold up how many years later so yeah that'll be 80 years old next year and there's like a certain like time period from the late 30s through the early 40s where the picture quality is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Like it looks like a modern movie that was just turned black and white because the picture is so clear. Yep. It's not all grainy and like there's like all those like burn marks in the film and stuff like that. It's just like this is really happening in front of you. It just happens not to be in color. <laughs> yep. And that's how the Wolfman is. The Wolfman looks incredible. It is so crisp. It looks like they made it in probably like the eighties and just made it black and white yep and we discussed that when we were doing the episode to be able to accomplish something like that and like the set design and everything that went into those early universal monster movies but especially that one it's like that was being shot in the middle of world war ii yeah and they were still able to like pull together the manpower pull together the materials and make something as entertaining as that it's crazy and it doesn't feel like with the environment and stuff, especially the scenes where, you know, like the the woman's like running through the woods to run away from him and stuff. Like it looks like it's woods. Like it doesn't look like a sound set. You know what I mean? It doesn't look like you're on set at a movie studio. It You feel like you're there with like the fog and the ambience and stuff. Like it's, it, it's all, it all holds up. Yeah. The depth of the especially the woods in that movie, the depth of sight in that really makes it look like it's outside. And there's, it's absolutely not outside. And it's crazy. Cause usually you can see like a painted background mm -hmm. and stuff like that, but it, they just, they, whoever did the lighting for those nighttime scenes is a genius because you can't tell, you just think it's there. You're in the woods. And if you went back, you'd just keep going. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. I love watching, I'm not a huge fan of older movies 
because lots of times the acting isn't good or, mm-hmm. you know, the set design is bad. Um, but that movie, it's like the genius that had to go into a lot of those movies to do in-camera practical effects mm-hmm. and all the stuff that they did. It's just like, it fascinates me to no end. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I just, I can't even figure it out. And that was 80 years ago. It's like, yeah. how did they do this? I know. Let's see. So. What's, what is one on my list? One of the episode that we did today that kicked, that came out today and that kicked off werewolf week is monster squad. Have you ever seen monster squad? I don't think I have. No, no. It's an incredible movie. It's like, I, I, I get a lot of flack cause I say it's a better version of the Goonies. <laughs> cause it's kind of like the Goonies. It's a group of kids. But it's from the 80s, so it's a kid's movie that definitely is not for children, even though they would promote it towards children. Yep. And it's not universal. I can't remember who made it. I think it was like TriStar. But they just tweak the characters enough to where it's like, oh, these are all universal monsters. Because it's Dracula, it's Frankenstein. It's the creature from the Black Lagoon, but they call him Gilman. (laughs) (laughs) Or the creature. And there's a Wolfman. And the Wolfman is incredible and he's exactly what you want him to look like he's got the, he's a ripped shirt ripped jeans like the backwards legs oh and, yeah yeah and all the practical effects in it are just amazing but some of them like uh, we discussed it i was like i watched this movie when i was three i wouldn't show my seven-year-old this movie now <laughs> like, some of the stuff is just terrifying the man full on turns into a werewolf and it is, it's scary. <laughs> like he's shooting yeah. foam out of his mouth and like his teeth are popping out of his skull. He gets blown up at one point and his intestines fly all over oh the place. Oh my God. This isn't for kids. <laughs> um, but it is, it is impressive. The graphics. I mean, his face is a little bit derpy, but every creature in that movie is super cool. And it's a great, throwback if you love universal monsters mm-hmm. it's just fantastic and it's super fun but the wolfman has always ever i think that's probably as a kid what got me into werewolves because mm-hmm. i'm like this is just so cool looking <laughs> yeah and i one of my big pet peeves when it comes to werewolves is i hate when it's just a person that turns into a wolf yes i want a monster I don't want a yeah. man that turns into a dog. Yeah. Because that's not scary. Like, a pack of wolves is scary. A one dog just kicking around is not. Yeah. Like, even, even Twilight style, when it's a giant wolf, like, it's still not a werewolf. That's more like a shapeshifter. I know. When, when I was looking at um, werewolves for this, I was like, I wonder what they did in True Blood, because it's been years since I've watched True Blood. So I looked it up, and yeah, they just turn into wolves. Yeah, they just turn into wolves because it's cheaper. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's not scary. That's yeah. It's just wolves with human intelligence that are running after you. Like, they're so, okay. But they're sexy. <laughs> but they're so sexy when they're naked. <laughs> okay. Both of those are on my bad list. Twilight, I know. Twilight and True Blood because it's lazy. It is. It's so lazy. It's, yeah. Do you got a bad one? Let's talk about a bad one. So originally, this was on my good list, but then when I actually started rewatching the movie a little bit, I was like, oh, it's not as good as I remember it being. Um, what we do in the shitty, 
so you know how there's like Rise Darby and his pack of werewolves that are in the movie? Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, I forgot what their transformation scene looks like and what they look like. And as I was watching it, I was like, they just look like Sasquatch with a wolf head on top. Like it, yeah. it's not real wolf-like. It's just like this big amorphous furry blob with, you yeah. know, the pointy wolf ears. And I was like, oh, that's, that's Yeah, I like the <laughs> face design, but they are, they're like too big. They are. Yeah. It's on my list for good because I love that movie. It's a really good movie. But the body design could definitely be better. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's one of those ones where it just needed the body needed to be more than just like this boxy frame that didn't really have any wolf-like features <laughs> other than a tail and a wolf head. Like it just They are great werewolves though. They do they do what werewolves do. They do some damage. <laughs> yep. They're werewolves, not swearwolves. Yeah, that's like my favorite <laughs> line from the whole movie. If you haven't seen What We Do in the Shadows or you've only seen the TV show and you've never seen the movie, watch the movie because it is hilarious. It is so good. Oh, my God. I really want to watch it again. It's <laughs> I watch so it good. all the time and I've never gotten sick of it. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. What do I got for bad? On my bad list, it's not a bad movie because I like the movie. The transformation is just kind of a letdown. Is uh, Wolf with Jack Nicholson and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer? Yes. Remember that one? Yes. It's a great movie, and it's shot well, and the story is great. But both Jack Nicholson and James Spader turn into werewolves in that movie. And they just get pointy teeth, and they glue some hair to their face, and not even a lot of it. It yeah. just kind of looks like they have mutton chops. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I looked at some of the stuff for that, and I was like, yeah, no, this... This is not a werewolf. It's just someone that's having a bad day and needs to get a razor and. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think at the end of that movie, he turns into a wolf. He just t eventually turns into a full wolf and never turns back. And I'm like, that's boring. I want a monster. I don't. Want... Yep. Like. It, I always feel like somebody saw the words wolf man and was like, oh, yes, it's a man that turns into a wolf. And it's like, no, that's not. It's a nope. monster. <laughs> What do you got for what's another great one? I um I feel like the transformation scene that everyone probably thinks of when they think of a werewolf transition um, and transformation is an American Werewolf in London. Yeah, I just watched that for the first time, like all the way through. I had seen it clips is, and stuff, but it's... it is rough. It is <laughs> it is gnarly, but it's it's one of those. Again, going back to the whole monster thing, like it really, it shows just how like disgusting the process and how painful the process is to transform into this huge monster. And oh god, and didn't his fingernails like pop off and stuff too? Yeah. Oh god. Uh, yeah. And his like feet <laughs> and hands stretch out. Yep. It is incredible the detail if you watch like when his teeth get big. Mm -hmm. His teeth are like bleeding. Yes. It's like ripping his gums open and stuff. And it's like, what an attention to detail. Because usually they'll just like skip over that stuff. Yeah. I've, and I've, like when they're like elongating his mouth into like the yeah. snout and stuff. It is. I watch it. We watch it for the show. And as soon as it was done, I was like, well, that's one of my favorite movies of all time now. <laughs> I know. It was just amazing. Like I had seen most of that 
transformation before because a lot of older movies, if you haven't seen them, they're just, they get ruined for you. And yep. then you just feel like you've seen them anyways. The only letdown is you never really see full werewolf. Yeah. You just see like halfway up his body. He is more of a wolf from the standpoint that he is on all fours, but it is acceptable because he is still a monster. Yeah. He's not just a dog. He is a fucking beast. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, well, like with how like his legs and his feet stretch out and stuff too. Like you, I mean, he's bipedal. He's yeah. He's bipedal. He's not, you know, just all on, on all fours the whole time. Like he yeah. can, I feel like that's a distinction for me. Like if it's a werewolf, they can walk like a person. Like they're yeah. not just going to be scrounging around on all fours like a wolf unless yeah. they're like running, but like they can move around like a person. When he's all stretched, like when you see his whole body during the transformation scene and he's like stretched out on his back, it it's, I'm like, how did they get a person in there? Or is that an entire puppet? Because it's much bigger than the man. And it's so, like, they just did it so right to be like, this is the exact middle of the transformation. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it is it is gruesome, and it is amazing how they did it. And I was, you can't watch it and not be mesmerized to be like, holy shit, how do they do that? Yes. I Every know. werewolf movie seems to have that scene where it shows, like, skin, and then, like, hair will either go up or come down mm -hmm. and i'm just like how the fuck did they do that <laughs> like who sat there and like poked like a million hairs through a little piece of like skin colored fabric and then was like ooh, 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 like up and down yeah it's so weird yeah what do i have for another great one i have one i want to save for last and have you seen dog soldiers yes i have I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen the werewolf transformation. Mm -hmm. And man, that thing is scary looking. It is it's terrifying. Enormous. It is it, huge. We almost did it for the show, but I couldn't find it anywhere. And we were already renting a couple of the other ones. So I'm like, oh, I can't rent four movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not in one week. But everyone says that that movie's amazing. And from everything I've seen... It looks spectacular, and it looks scary. A lot of these werewolf movies are impressive, and they're a little terrifying, but they're not super scary. And that one looks genuinely <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, I watched um, a clip of it when I was researching the ones that I wanted to include in my list, and it was gory. Like, I forgot how gory it was, and I was just like, okay. I'm glad I'm not watching this whole movie again because yeah. I'd probably get nauseous halfway through. <laughs> it was like you said before, like the entrails and stuff flying places yeah. and yeah. I saw a clip the other day on Facebook and I have no idea what movie it was from. But it was set in like like, I don't know, seventeen hundreds, like it was like colonial times. They were living in like a hut and stuff. And this it was the most brutal werewolf transformation I've ever seen. The dude like ripped all of the skin off of his face Ugh. and so he was all just blood and meat and then his like face started snouting out and then he's just like ripping skin off his body i was like i don't know what fucking movie this is but this is incredibly gory <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and no, it didn't say anywhere in the comments. It didn't say in the description. And I was just like, well, I guess I'll just never know what movie this is from. <laughs> I will forever be curious to know what movie this is. Yeah, hopefully I'll do some more research and see if I can find it. Let's do another bad one. What do you got for bad? I got one that's good and bad. And you've already mentioned I, it. I The movies weren't bad, and I think I've already mentioned the series. I was I wanted more from the Werewolves and Underworld. That's what I was going to say. That's my my good and bad. Yeah, the movies aren't bad, and there's certain werewolves like there's a main werewolf in the second one that looks like a werewolf. Mm-hmm. But the regular ones in the first one, they don't look anything like werewolves. No. They just kind of look like weird beefed up people with yeah. just like slightly bigger mouths. It's just weird. But yeah, they don't look how you expect a traditional werewolf to look. Yeah, especially compared to the traditional vampires that are in the movies. Yeah. They're just like ink-covered monsters. Yeah, they They're remind me a little blue. bit, kind of like orcs a little bit, the yeah. orokai. Yeah, yeah. They reminded exactly me a lot of the, like. yeah, because yeah, I was watching this and I was like, where have I seen this before? I was like, <laughs> oh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Slap yeah. some white paint on his face and there you go. He can yep. be an extra. <laughs> yeah, there's there's one. There's the the giant werewolf in the second one. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah. All furry, and he looks like an actual werewolf. And I'm like, well, why don't they all look like this? Yeah, that was, was that Lucian? I can't remember if that yeah, was. That sound, yeah, that sounds right. I haven't, I, it's been so long since I've seen any of them. <laughs> I know, I feel like it's been college since I watched <laughs> all of them. I remember watching the first one, like, the day I was moving into my first apartment. It was on TV, so I was like, oh, I gotta throw this in the background while I unpack boxes. There you go. What do we have? Uh, good for good, I got Buffy the Vampire Slayer. See, and I didn't get into Buffy the Vampire Slayer that much. Oh, no? So. It, it, it's outdated for the time now, because it's definitely a guy in a suit. Yeah. And he does look a little, like, I don't want to say Ewokish. <laughs> <laughs> He's very, he is small. But the person that's transforming into a werewolf is also small, so it kind of makes sense. He's kind of more like a furry goblin. <laughs> but <laughs> if you wa- if you wa- are watching the show, it like fits in with everything else and all the other monster designs and everything like that. And people okay. love it. Um, the werewolf is Seth Green. You know, Seth I was going to say, is it Seth Green? <laughs> yeah, it's Seth Green's a werewolf because his. His baby cousin, uh, apparently, his baby cousin's parents were werewolves, and his he was babysitting his baby cousin, and he bit him. He bit his finger <laughs> while he was trying to feed him food, <laughs> and that turned him into a werewolf. That sucks. There's a couple other werewolves in the show, but he's like he's like the main one. So then, was his fur orange like his hair? No, <laughs> you would think so. No, somehow <laughs> that goes away, and he's just brown. <laughs> well, I can tell you one that um, I like from the aspect of the transformation stays true to like the person a little bit is uh, Professor Lupin's character in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. Like when he transforms to a werewolf 
And the reason I like it is because it looks nothing like any other traditional werewolf, like movies or anything in the werewolf subgenre. Like it because it just looks like this really gangly, kind of sad, shaved kind of werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's just kind of he. I feel like he emulates the person a lot. Like, because if you compare his character to, like, Fenrir Greyback, who is, like, a super scary-ass werewolf, like, even when he's not transformed into a werewolf, he is terrifying to look at because he retains a lot of his werewolf properties. Yeah. Um, with, like, the sharp teeth, and he kind of is a little, like, hairier than most. <laughs> um, so it just kind of shows in his transformation how much he is fighting that aspect of himself, which I think really shows in the design of his werewolf, which I think yeah, is a very good his face looks the same. It does a little bit. Even though like, he's he looks... like snouty, he's still like, there's something about his face shape. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's like, oh, it just kind of swoops out a little bit. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like um, it was very interesting how they chose to do that. Um, almost like showing just how much he hates the transformation and he fights it so much and that reflects in his final form if that makes sense yeah yeah I've, I I like that movie that's where I always like start like I don't watch one and two because yeah I'm just like they're just kind of like the kids were too young so it's very like childish and that's where it starts yep. to like, pick up and intensify um and I always just wished he was hairy because, yeah, he kind of looks like a shaved cat. Like the he does. cat that if it was <laughs> he a werewolf. Like a, a sphinx werewolf. But it is, yeah. I I, I, I think I was just let down because I, I didn't read the books. So oh. when I saw the movie, people were like, there's a werewolf in this movie. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I love werewolves. And then I watched it and I was like, "That's these are a different looking werewolf. <laughs> He has not had enough dairy or meat in his yeah, diet. No, no one's ever explained it to me. So, yeah, that does make me definitely like it more. And I did always yeah. think once they revealed who it was, I was like, it does look like him. Yep. Oddly enough. Yeah. And that's my favorite book in the Harry Potter series. And, um, yeah, I was very impressed by how they made that transformation. Seeing later on when Fenrir became like his full werewolf form in like one of the later movies he is really terrifying in that movie um like what you would expect a werewolf to look like so yeah. it was kind of interesting to like compare the two um personalities i guess and yeah. ask the two the differing um forces of werewolf dumb i guess yeah. <laughs> it is always cool when there is like differences in the same universe Yes. What else? There was some. There was another werewolf thing I saw, and they. I can't remember what it was, so there isn't really point in talking about it. But there was like that. There was like, oh, is it being human? Have you ever seen yes. being human? Yes. The, yes. Yeah. I've never watched a lot of the British version, but I love the American version, and I think the werewolves in that are really cool. But like, the older ones a lot bigger. So you yes. kind of like start off as a runt, and then as long if you, if you live long enough, you'll become like. You know, like yep. A, uh, yeah, I yep. thought that was super cool. 
I have a goofy one. Uh, I love the design of the one in Teen Wolf. The sh- not the show, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like you kind of have to include that one. Yeah. He's just fun. Yeah. Like, and he does look like a wolf. He looks like the wolf man, if the wolf man knew how to have a good time. <laughs> yep. And wears sneakers and acid wash jeans. And yeah, loves to play basketball. He's <laughs> a high, high schooler. <laughs> I lost my mind. I love that movie, and I've seen that movie a million times. But when we were recording, I haven't seen it since I was, like, 15, probably. And when he turns into a werewolf on the basketball court for the first time. So this is the first time everybody's, like, not only seeing him turn into a werewolf, but now know that werewolves exist. And he just keeps playing basketball, and then everyone's <laughs> like, all right, I guess this is cool. And it's like everyone would be running and screaming, like, if anything, to the bare minimum, the opposing team would be like, this this game's off. Like, fuck this. I'm not playing against a monster. <laughs> like, and nobody Time out. says anything. Time out. And nobody checks with the ref. <laughs> nobody pulls the principal aside and is like, this is kind of cheating. You got a werewolf on your team. So I have one um, that's a little bit different. I, I picked one that was an anime. Oh, yay. And um, have you seen Wolf Children? Oh, I haven't. So it's a really good movie. And... I like it because in the movie, um, so it's the daughter telling the story of her mother and her father and how they like met and fell in love, and the father is a werewolf. And um, in the movie, he's one where they can transform aspects of their body to be wolf-like. They can go full wolf. They can go to the traditional wolfman looking type form so it's like there's a choice into like how far they want to transform which is which is very interesting and kind of different and obviously she has two children so it's it's funny to watch these children as they're like growing up you know sprouting ears and tails and running around and (laughs) things like that and the different challenges that come with raising children that can turn into wolves and Without spoiling the movie too much, the kids go different ways as far as one being like, I want to integrate into society, and the other one being like, I want to um, embrace more of my quote-unquote heritage um, and more of my wolfish side. So it's it's a really interesting movie as far as uh, the character development and also how they show the different aspects of being a werewolf and what they do with the transformations and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that sounds awesome. What is that called? Wolf Children. Write that down. It's a Funimation movie. Yeah, my friends are... I like anime, but my friends... I have friends that are twins, and that's, like, all they watch. They've seen, like, everything, and they're like, have you seen this? I'm like, I've never even heard of that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll ask them if they've seen it. If they got it, I'll borrow it off them. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's it's definitely worth... A watch at least once because yeah. it's extremely well done. I don't think if I've seen any anime with werewolves in it. I don't think I have. There's werewolves in the uh, Castlevania show, but they're just kind of like wolf monsters all the time. Yep. And they're just kind of background. <laughs> um, yeah. Hmm. I'll do. It's not anime, but it is animated. My children love it now, and I loved it when I was a kid. 
have you ever seen Alvin and the Chipmunks? Meet yes. Man. Yes. It's a great movie, and it's very uh, like they is very much based off the Wolfman. Yeah. A lot of the name, like his name is John Talbot, and like the cane. It's all about the cane and everything, and I, it's just it's such a fun movie. And uh, if you have kids and you've never seen it, it's on Netflix, and it's the perfect movie to watch at Halloween time. It is not the perfect movie when they drag it out to Christmas time, but it is yeah. the perfect movie in October. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I would say one of the funnier and like animated uh, examples of the Wolfman in Werewolves would be... Um, Oh, God, I'm blanking on his name. Shit. Uh, the character in Hotel Transylvania. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, he is great. He's just Steve so... Steve Buscemi is a wolf Steve man. Buscemi, that's what it was. He's just so browbeaten. Yeah. But, like, and his wife's always... His wife, Wanda's always pregnant. Yeah. And <laughs> they have and a million and one... million kids, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. one always makes me laugh. And he can't even he can't even do anything wolfman like he can't kill a deer. <laughs> he can't kill a deer. All he wants to do is catch frisbees. <laughs> it's so great. I love that movie. The first two are great. I didn't like the third one very much. I didn't either. But yeah. And he's just got the one witty, the one the one girl yeah, that listens good, to him. Yeah, the good one. <laughs> what do we got? Uh you ever seen Ginger Snaps? No, but I have heard it is really good. Yeah, it's it is it is good. The werewolf in it is great. And I saw a clip from the third one cuz there's there's one and then there's a sequel and then there's a third one that has like the same cast but it's set in like the 1700s. Oh, weird. Enough. Yeah, it's super <laughs> weird. But the werewolf in it is amazing. Like it looks how you if you think of a werewolf in your head, it is, it's pointy ears, long snout. It is, it is incredible. And for like a lower budget, like Canadian film, mm-hmm. it's like, holy shit, how'd they pull this off? <laughs> there you go. Our entire uh, budget's been, on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't get good actors, just all werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it in a long time, though, so I don't really remember anything about it. I need to rewatch it. So maybe next Halloween we'll do it on the show. There you go. All right, I got two left. How many you got? Um, I really only have one, but I can riff. I can riff off of you though. All right. My second to last one is one of my favorite werewolf movies, uh, Silver Bullet. I've never seen that. Oh, really? It's awesome. Um, it's got Gary Busey. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Before he was crazy, but he's still a little crazy. Uh, <laughs> and Corey Haim. From Lost Boys fame. Okay, yeah. Um, he's in a wheelchair. It's based off Stephen King short story. Uh, okay, yes. I know what you're talking about. But I never saw it, but I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, the werewolf in it is... The face is a little wonky at times. But the transformation scenes are incredible. Like, there's a scene where he turns into a werewolf. And I think probably even better is there's a scene where he transforms back from a werewolf into a person oh okay that is amazing because it's like holy shit how do they do that without computers 
because mm-hmm. he just slowly like they show the ears go down they show the snout move in it's like the opposite of an american werewolf in london okay and then, like his face fades back into normal it's incredible ben was like freaking out because he hadn't seen it in forever so he completely forgot about it and i was like no 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 watch watch, watch. <laughs> <laughs> but he is he's he is he's a very different werewolf too because he is smart he can't talk but like he like, kills people with a baseball bat at one point. <laughs> like, and he just got, he is like a serial killer. Like he is killing to kill people. He doesn't eat anybody. He, he is just out there to like murder people. <laughs> it's very fun. It's a very fun movie. It's a very simple movie, but it is, it's so enjoyable, especially if you love werewolves. Mm-hmm. So definitely track down Silver Bullet and, and listen to our episode because it's fantastic. <laughs> nice. So I had to include this because it's one of my favorite bits in a TV show ever. And it's from 30 Rock. Oh, it, oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? I know what you're going to say. The werewolf bar mitzvah <laughs> that Tracy Morgan does. Oh, my God. It is one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen on that show. My sister and I will like quote it to each other periodically where especially in October I'll just start being like werewolf bar mitzvah. <laughs> you sent me that gift the other day. Spooky scary. <laughs> and I think part of why it hits me so hard is because um in the past I've worked for like three different Jewish organizations. So for for me, it's really, really funny in that respect. And because if you watch the, like the longer clip of that, they actually do have some like klezmer music playing in the background a little bit. <laughs> so, it's just like, oh my god! So that's probably one of my the funniest werewolf things that uh, I've ever seen. I'll try to remember to put a clip of that at the end of the episode. Oh my god. <laughs> Boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. <laughs> I want to know who wrote that bit. I want to yeah. know who wrote that bit and just high five them because that is hilarious. I'm wondering if it's the same person because this the show I have um, has a lot of the same writers and producers. Is uh, Kimmy Schmidt? Have you ever watched Kimmy Schmidt? Oh, yep, yep. Where the uh, her her gay roommate starts working at the monster restaurant, <laughs> and he's like, "I've decided I'm going to live as a werewolf." <laughs> Titus, yeah, oh my yeah. god, I love Titus. All right, my final one on my list because we already did True Blood and Twilight. Fuck those ones. Yep. Um, is Michael Jackson's Thriller? That's a classic. Yeah. It is terrifying. Yeah. Um, especially me as a kid watching it and not knowing that it was coming. I was like, oh my God. Because <laughs> I, I had seen, I'd probably seen like the zombie music video part because sometimes they wouldn't play the beginning. They'd only play it yep. from when they moved, leave the movie theater um, as like the song. And then sometimes they play like the full like 15 minute version. 
Mm-hmm. But I had seen the regular part, and I'm like, man, this is scary and creepy. And then, but I was like the end because Vincent Price does the narration. And at mm-hmm. the time, Vincent Price was on Scooby-Doo. So I was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, it's the guy from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but then when I saw that intro, when he's on the date with the girl, and then he turns into a werewolf, and it's... That whole video is directed by John Landis, who directed an American Werewolf in London. Yeah. So he had his same uh, special effects crew do that movie. And when he rears up and he's got like the full mane and his, oh, like, yeah. his hands are coming up, it still fucking haunts my nightmares. It yeah. is terrifying. And like the bright yellow eyes and stuff. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. I think the I cannot remember how old I was the first time I saw it. I know I was probably too young, and uh, as as you were in the eighties. That, yep, that's and how we roll. uh, that's how we rolled. That's how we rolled. <laughs> <laughs> them while they're young, it's fine. Yeah. That's what therapy's for. They don't and, need to sleep. Uh, <laughs> sleep is for the wake. Um, yeah, I remember being terrified by that, and it just like you, just like you, like I had watched just the of it for a long, long time before I actually saw like the very beginning part of it. And yeah, I was not okay for a few days after that. <laughs> I remember one time, I think the first time I saw it, I watched it and then I had to go to church with my grandma. <laughs> and the whole time I'm at church, I'm just like, the fucking werewolf out there? He's gonna kill me. So I'm like six years old. I'm just terrified. It's bright, broad daylight out. I'm just like shaking at church, like scared a werewolf's going to kill me. <laughs> I can never go to movie theater ever again. Yeah, It's still scary. If you look at it, it's still like, that's why I miss practical effects so much. I hate CGI. Like it's great for certain things that, you know, you could never, you can never make the Avengers on an alien planet without CGI. But you can make a fucking werewolf with that one, and it looks a lot yeah. better. <laughs> yeah, like there is something to be said for how rare practical effects are nowadays. I feel like, as people who grew up with practical effects, we appreciate them more. Because you can tell when it's a practical effect versus just straight CGI. And if it's done really well, it's, it's like, yeah, why would you make that a CGI character? And when they do it with stuff that doesn't need to be CGI, it's yeah. like infuriating. Like CGI blood. It's like real blood has to be the cheapest thing in the world to make. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it must have cost you more to make CGI blood. Like just use it yeah. practical. You can tell. No one's ever seen CGI blood and been like, oh God, that looks real. Yeah. <laughs> like it always yeah. looks like someone's YouTube video. Yeah. It's like just corn syrup and food dye. Like it's yeah. it's it's like the easiest, cheapest thing to make. Like if they could do it in the seventies with zero budget, out of you know corn syrup and condoms taped to someone's chest, then you can do it with a fucking fifty million dollar budget. Yeah, if they were to do CGI blood in like Carrie, for example, nowadays that'd be awful. Yeah. It has it has to be a real effect. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that one day like I know that there's been a there's been a lot more blending of the two lately. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's a lot of practical effects and then they just kind of CGI over it. Um 
but they made the sequel to the thing you know john carpenter's the thing from the mm-hmm. 80s they made a sequel to that and just still called it the thing for some reason or actually it was a prequel it took place right before okay and they did the entire movie with practical effects so the same type of shit from the original thing where like people's bodies are turning into these horrific monsters and stuff and when they were like 95 percent done shooting this the studio is like oh no we're just, we'll, we're just gonna cgi over this we don't think this looks good and there's a, do- a documentary on the dvd where it looks amazing <laughs> and it's like why would you do this you ruined your movie yeah it's like i feel like there's a time and a place for cgi and it but if it's unless it's gonna enhance the story in some way don't use it use practical effects yeah like i would love to know what it is is it a a cost thing is it a it saves time. I'm wondering if that's what it is. More time than actual money. Like, Maybe. oh, don't worry. We can, you know, it'll be, it'll take less time to shoot this movie, which will save us money because we can do a lot of this afterwards. Mm-hmm. Which is, we have to edit it anyway. So why not just throw all this stuff in? So I would, yeah, I, yeah I'd be real curious. And I'm always curious that these people still exist. Tom Savini still runs an entire studio of practical effects people. What are they working on? What do they do? Yeah. Like, like where, where is your talent being wasted? Yeah. It's like, you know, there are houses that still do. I mean, Jim Henson still does a bunch of stuff, you know, and they did a bunch of um, costumes and things like that. Do you remember? I can't remember what the name of the show was. When he had that sh- show with like the little vignette bits in it. Um, there was one with like a giant silver dragon. Mm. It was a show where at the beginning there was a white lion or a white tiger. This is all puppets? It was all puppets, yeah. Yeah. Is it Eureka's Castle? No. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of. I'll have to think of it and tell you I later. know Jim Henson did the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. That was one of his last films, and that work is incredible. Mm-hmm. You just don't think about it. You don't think that it's they're not real. Yep. Because, like, their mouths move properly. Everything mm-hmm. works. Everything looks right. And now all the Ninja Turtle movies do bad. And it's like, yeah, because they don't look real. They don't look like they would ever exist. Yeah. yeah. And, that's, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, there are sometimes when, if you do it right, and it works, just do it. As opposed to being like, oh, well... We'll just put this guy in a motion capture suit and then we'll just throw a CGI model of something on top of him. It's fine. And until that stops, we'll probably never get a great werewolf movie again. Yeah. So we'll hold our breath and we'll probably die. (laughs) (laughs) Bring back the werewolves. Bring back the werewolves. I mean, somebody can do it right. Like somebody, some, some director that will get some sort of clout eventually will be like the thing i love the most as a kid was werewolves and now that companies are like we'll make, let you make whatever you want they're gonna be like i want to make a werewolf movie yeah and hopefully that happens sooner than later and it and it turns out to be good yeah i'm sure someone somewhere has got a great script and they're just waiting yeah hopefully so, yeah <laughs> fingers crossed yeah so this was fun yeah this is super great. I've never just chit-chatted about werewolves for an hour. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Before we go, you want to give all your 
plugs and all that? Sure. Let the people know. Where you can find us. Um, you can find us uh, at yeoldcrimepodcast.com. We're also on Twitter at yeoldcrimepod. On Instagram, we're at yeoldcrimepodcast. Um, we're listed on pretty much all of the podcast platforms. Come follow us on social and give us a shout. When do new episodes come out? New episodes come out every Wednesday. And yeah, like I said, this week we're going to, or this month, actually, we're going to be focusing a lot on more paranormal stuff. So definitely tune in. And we're also sharing listener submitted um, ghost stories. So as an added bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you follow them on all that. Uh, If you go back a few episodes, I think it was, was it Die Hard? Which one? Which you, which you you guys did your getting nerdy segment on? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it was Die Hard. Yeah. I think it was Die Hard. If not, I'll look and I'll edit it in. So definitely look at that. It was great. They did they did the best job. It's one of my favorite getting nerdy segments so far. <laughs> they talk about rebooted cartoon shows like Voltron, and it's just so fascinating. So definitely listen to Gavin. <laughs> All right, Lindsay. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. I can't wait to have you on again. For sure. All right. I'll talk to you later. Sounds good. Thanks. Bye. Bye. There you have it, folks. What a wonderful time I had speaking with Lindsay of the Yield Crime Podcast. Make sure you follow them on Twitter and Instagram and anywhere else you can find them. And be sure to subscribe to their podcast. You'll have a great time. You can find us on social media. Find us on Twitter, FNBN Podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, FNBN, the number four and the letter U. Be sure to email us if you have any questions, comments, or just want to write into the show, FNBN, the number four and the letter U, at gmail.com. Halloween week will keep on rolling. We have, I have an interview with So Horrified coming out this Friday. We just had a interview last night that will be up soon with comic book creator David Schwartz. We have an interview with movie director Ryan Kruger talking about his movie Fried Berry coming out soon. And a whole lot of other stuff to look forward to. Halloween Spooktacular is in full effect, so we hope you're enjoying it. I'm Josh, and for Ben, this is the 4 Nerds by Nerds podcast signing off. Stay nerdy, my friends.